This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Hi guys, welcome to episode 14 of the Talk Republic. Today we have Easton Reynolds with all of us and I am extremely excited to have him as a guest because not only he is an amazing marketer, but he just launched a new academy or a school or how should I call this that is just absolutely amazing. Plus he is super, super badass with Facebook ads. So today he's going to talk to all of us about it and I am extremely excited. For all of you that are joining us live, thank you so much for being here. And for the people that are listening to the podcast, thank you so much. We're going to try to do this as descriptive as possible because, again, as all of you know, Facebook ads is a massive monster. But Easter is going to guide us here, give us some, like, tips for us to, you know, rock our own Facebook ads. So, Easton, thank you so much for being here and welcome to the Talk Republic. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. We are super excited here. And when we leave a couple of seconds here for people to join, I'm make sure that it is a delay here. What about if you tell us about you? I know that you are the photographer. You have your own photo studio. So tell us a little bit about your story and what do you do? Yeah, for sure. So uh, my wife actually started our company about six years ago now. And, uh, you know, she always had a camera and all growing up, her dad was a hobbyist photographer. And, uh, you know, I would see her pictures and be like, how is she getting that blurry background? <laughs> I love that. Um, and, you know, she would always take pictures of friends, family, you know, things of that sort. And then one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to get her like a real camera. Uh, so I like drove, tried to find this uh, camera that she wanted, drove like two and a half hours to go grab it. And she's calling me while I'm on the road. And she's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be over here now. And I'm like, uh, I'll be there soon. <laughs> I'm like two hours away trying to get her a camera. Um, but yeah, so she started everything and I was working in corporate America and in 2012, um, I, I was working for uh, T-Mobile and miserable, just absolutely miserable, um, working for someone else <laughs> and dealing, yeah. And dealing with like, you know, customers that came in and be like, I, why is my bill so high? Well, if you stop calling China, it would be <laughs> that high, you know, and it's always your fault for some reason. So anyway, I lost my job, and so in, in uh, October of 2012, uh, I, I started assisting my wife, started a second shooting, and then by uh, February of 2013, we got rid of our second shooter, and I went full-time with her, and we shot like 35 weddings that year, and uh, it's just been kind of steadily you know, increasing ever since then, so it's been a, it's been a fun journey. <laughs> That is amazing. It is a little bit of a struggle sometimes in photography to get that, you know, that comfortable, you know, income amount that you want to make. So it is good that you can, you know, guide us on how to, you know, get there. That is really cool. So yeah. how did you get into 
Facebook and Facebook ads and all that good stuff? Sure. So uh, I guess in, I think it was 2014 or 2015, uh, I decided to teach a workshop on lighting, like just the basics of lighting. And uh, I taught the course and I videoed it instead of, you know, just teaching it one off. I wanted to be able to record it and then be able to, you know, sell it to photographers afterwards and not have to continue to teach it in person every single time. So my wife's like, cool, you did the workshop. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, how are you going to sell it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no idea. Um, and so I was just like most photographers where we we have like uh, a lot of people that like our Facebook page. But when we started, you know, posting on there, then no one, no one started seeing it once Facebook actually changed their algorithm. So unless you pay and you post on your page, no one sees it, right? So I was angry and bitter <laughs> and... Uh, for a while, it was just irritating me, and I would hang out in Facebook groups and, and whatnot and talk about it with other people, and the general consensus was that they don't work, that Facebook ads don't work, or they're too expensive, or it's not worth your time and energy, and so I was like, you know what? Let me stop being that person that tells everybody it doesn't work, even though I've never even tried it myself, and let me give it a shot, so I gave it a shot, and uh, I started to you know put up some ads, pour money into it. And I just wasted so much money. <laughs> uh, it was just not going well. And, you know, I messed around a little bit more. Then I started to do some research and figure out, like, is there a science to this? Or, you know, is it just some people get lucky with it and others don't? Or does it work for photography in general at all? You know, or is it more for other types of industries? And over time, as I did all that research, I started learning little things that I started to implement. And before you know it, my accountant called me up and he's like, yo, what are you spending like $1,500 a month on Facebook ads for? And I was like, oh, I was trying to sell my course, but I don't think it worked. He's like, well, did you, did you even look at how much you know you made from it or anything? And your, what's your return on investment on this money you're spending? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I could check. <laughs> so I checked it out and you know, we had made like $26,000 or something like that. And on an ad spend of like 1500, um, for that, for that initial month. And I was like, huh? So it got me curious. Um, so I, I just continued to dive in and then I signed up for every single Facebook ad that came through my, uh, like feed. It doesn't matter what it was, you know, as long as it was some type of marketing situation or, or that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I have a couple email addresses I just can't even use anymore because there, there's so much email coming in from all of them, uh, from everybody's list that I signed up for and download their free this or join their free webinar that, you know, all these different things. And so um, but at the end of the day, going through that whole process taught me a lot. And uh, at, at this point, I've spent about twenty two or twenty three thousand dollars on Facebook ads in the past year and a half to two years. And. Uh, just last year alone, it added an extra hundred thousand dollars in revenue, gross revenue to our business that was over and above what was already on the books. So, um, so that we started out using it with education and pushing our educational content, and then I was like, hmm, maybe if this will work as well for like booking clients. So we gave that we gave that a try, and uh, we've done some for weddings and some for like family um, lifestyle sessions. And the lifestyle sessions one, we got like 65 leads that came in and we were like, how do we even like deal with this many leads at one time? That's, uh, that, that's impressive. Yeah. And it was only over like a period of like five, uh, five days or six days, something like that. And to have 65 new leads that now I can, as long as I'm 
you know, have a decent system in place and I can either get them on the phone or something. It was pretty much a, a shoe in for us to you know book a decent amount of those. So that's kind of, that's kind of the journey. It was just based on curiosity and just, you know, stumbled upon it. And then I was like, Hmm, maybe I should actually put in the time and effort to learn this. <laughs> it is a massive thing. I mean, I see people, I mean, people that do Facebook ads or that dive into the knowledge of Facebook ads, it is like getting a master's degree. It is intense. There is a lot of things you need to be, as you said, you know, curious and, you know, patience because also it changes very often. I remember mm -hmm. when I first started, you know, uh, learning about Facebook ads, it was like, oh, now it's so different. The power editor and all those things. So you should constantly, you know, continue, yeah. you know, to learn. And I think that's one of the great things about your class is you said that any updates or any new things that you add, you are going to, you know, update your current students. And I think that is yeah. really cool because, again, Facebook is evolving daily. So that is interesting to have. Yeah. So another thing to kind of like, talk about it we have a couple of people here saying hi and that's kind of let me show you it's like emojis and a couple of people here saying hi so for all of you that are joining live thank you so much nice. for doing so it's great so it is really you mentioned something that is important which is systems and people not trusting facebook ads because perhaps they have just click you know boost the boost is that the right word yeah boost, <laughs> boost the post yeah and then it's like, oh, well, I paid $10 and nothing happened. Well, what was your system? And in marketing, there is always a system and they should be always kind of like a, like a thoughtful plan behind it. So mm -hmm. walk us a little bit a bit behind what is that system that you have in place? Yeah. <clears throat> so a lot of photographers that I talk with that have tried Facebook ads and determined that they, in fact, do not work for them. The, the main thing that I see them do is they'll put up an ad for like 20% off Facebook ads. I mean, 20% off, uh, you know, their wedding packages. photography package, yeah, or whatever. Um, and when you do that, no one cares. Uh, and the reason that no one cares is because you've given them absolutely no value. And all day long, we walk around and we're badgered with 20% off this, 75% off this, right? And so we, we become kind of numb to it. But when you... I'm sure all of you have gone through, you've been scrolling through Facebook and you see an ad and it just makes too much sense, right? For you to not click it. And so you click it. Well, that's what, that's what you need to do. And, and a lot of people, when they're putting up ads, those types of ads that get you to stop and click are because the value's there. So they're either giving you something up front. Um, they're not just calling you to book them right away. It's not like, Hey, come book me. We do weddings. It's like, no, what is some value that you can give them up front? Maybe talking them through, uh, you know, what to expect for a photo shooter, how to plan their timeline for their wedding or whatever it may be that way. Um, and you need that, you need that ad to show up uh, to them when they're at a specific place in their consumer buying process. So if you think about it this way, a bride, for instance, is going to get engaged, right? A woman's going to get engaged. Then she's going to go on Facebook and she's going to select that she's engaged, right? She's going to update her status to engage, right? Now, of course, that's the first thing you got to do, I'm assuming. Right. That's obviously the number one thing, right? In 2017. But once she does that, what is her next step? Her next step is to find a venue, most likely. Uh, and then from there, she's probably going to look for a photographer next, right? Correct. So if you know in your local area that there's certain venues, uh, that you want to shoot at that also bring in the same caliber of bride that you want to be working with, then you can actually target with Facebook ads uh, people or brides that are engaged that 
like that venue, right? So now she's updated her status and she's looking for venues. She finds a venue she really likes. She likes their Facebook page. You can target people that like that Facebook page, right? And or a, a website or brand or product or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or canola bars or, or chocolate chip cookies. I'm targeting all my brides with Game of Thrones. They have, nice. to, <laughs> they have to like Game of Thrones for us to do business. Right, right. <laughs> That's so that's awesome. just like, that's what I drew the line. If you're not a Game of Thrones fan, oh, we can do this. Just yeah, kidding, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good criteria, especially if that's you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that's kind of like the process. We just go through and you, you have to, you know, be able to position value up front. You have to be able to walk them through the journey. And then you need your ads to be able to show up to them when they are, a, like when their next step is the thought of, oh, I need a photographer. But if you can show up before they go, oh, I need a photographer, then, and give them that value through like a downloadable PDF or something, an ebook or whatever, then they're reading that and they're planning their timeline with your content, right? And then if you get them on a follow-up email and you can position yourself further by, you know, giving people um, review, recent reviews from you or guest blog posts or whatever it may be, then they're reading this and they're planning their wedding or doing whatever, you know, and they feel as though you're the value leader, you're the thought leader. And so their next step is just going to be to reach out to you because you're already there. It becomes an easy process. It's not like cold selling that you're just like, oh, you need to book me. So it's just like you're giving them an incentive. You're creating trust within your audience. And I think that's the most important thing. Claudia over here, hold on. She's asking, how do you create value? Yeah. So uh, just like we said, with like, get, you have to put yourself in your client's shoes. So whether it's boudoir or family sessions or weddings, <clears throat> you have to remember what it's like. Or if you've never done it yourself, shame on you. Um, obviously, <laughs> if you if you haven't gotten married yet, that's a different story. But like, if you've never if you have a family and you have never done a family shoot and you're a family photographer, like, there's a disconnect there because that means you have no idea what it's like to go through the experience with you. Um, and so you can, there, there's no way that it's possible for you to communicate that value up front if you've never even done your own shoot, right? Correct. So then, so then from there, um, you know, the hesitations that people are going to have, right? So if you're a wedding photographer, whenever you meet with people, you probably get the same questions over and over again. So turn those questions into a blog post and answer them and then use that. Um, just give, like try to squash objections before they come up that way before they even reach out to you, their objections are, they already feel um, totally comfortable and they're on, a, they're on a completely different comfort level with you than they would have been if it was just a cold sell. Correct. And this is why I love blogging because it really gives you an opportunity to connect with your viewers or with possible clients in a more like down to earth kind of like way without this having to be like, oh, book me, book me, book me. You can put tons of value out there in your blog that people, you know, start consuming and then it becomes like second nature. They have gotten so much information from you that now it is just the next step will be to do business with you because they trust you. And this right. is why it's so important for Facebook ads to have a system them when you are not just like immediately selling to them but as you said giving them something in value uh in marketing is really common to say it or to hear that 
buyers need to see you at least five times before they're committed to a purchase, right? So here, if you have your blog, if you have your Facebook ad, if you have really good connections with, you know, vendors and, you know, venues and all like that, it's going to really come together to help your final strategy, which is getting more clients. Yeah. And, you know, to, to touch on what you just said there, it used to take five touches. Now with millennials, it takes 13. Gosh, where have I been? <laughs> yeah. So if you think about who, yeah, like who, who are the people that are getting married these days for those wedding photographers? It's people between the ages of 25 and 35. Correct. Millennials. And so if you are, if your website is exactly the same as it was two, three years ago, um, then you most likely are losing uh, 80% of the millennials because they don't want to get to your website and see a bunch of tabs. And I don't know about us in a portfolio and, and a blog post and this and that and the other thing. They want to see whatever the ad was and that's it. And they want one button to click and they don't even want to have to scroll when they get there. They just want the button to be there. And if they can click it and not have any distractions, then you're going to be a, your, your chances of actually getting them to reach out and take action to contact you are much, much higher because this is what's happening, right? It's 2017. So I go to a website or I see an ad. I wasn't thinking about clicking beforehand, but now it comes down. And I'm like, oh, cool. I click it and I go to the landing page. Then I get a text. I'm like, oh, right. Uh, what's up, man? I'll meet you in like two minutes. Uh, just give me a second. I got to get a shower, right? And then it's like a, a Facebook message pops up and you're like, oh, different tab, switch to tab. And then now you're gone. You lost them because, and it wasn't for any other reason than they are just, not focused. There, there's so many distractions that can come and pull someone away from your website these days that if you are not making it extremely simple uh, for them to actually take action, then you're going to lose 80% of the people that come there. So very much we're going to have to simplify. Simplify, make things really easy for your clients to access so that way you have a higher return of investment on your Facebook ads. So another thing to consider, as you just mentioned here, to have just one page with no links on that. And that is what we call a landing page, right? So really important, this is one of the systems to have in place when you are running Facebook ads. If you are sending, and correct me if I'm mistaken because you are the expert here, if you send, for example, oh, I'm just going to create an ad to send them to a blog post, but then again, you have about, you know, galleries, all that. Instead of doing that, just create a landing page with just the content of that blog post. Is that correct? Am I saying this right? Uh, yeah, for the most part. I mean, sometimes you don't even need all the content that you would have on a blog post. Uh, the less the less that's on the page, the better. You just need like a click to access this content and then you get them into the funnel of the fun, you know, mailing list kind of a thing. Yeah, or or on that page there is when they click, they just fill out the form right away. Correct. So, so simple. So for all of you that are listening to this podcast or watching this video, simplify your process. That is the most important thing when creating Facebook ads. You start creating things that are very complex. And since we're targeting millennials, then we are losing them because they don't have long, you know, attention spans or whatever the case is. Right. Awesome. So what other tips you can give us to make sure that we have a successful And I understand Gosh, Facebook ads is a huge, huge topic. But, you know, just to give us a couple of simple tips that we can implement, you know, start scratching the surface of this huge topic. Sure. Um, I'd say one of the other number one things that I, I find out from photographers all the time is when they do try to run their ads, um, what they typically end up doing 
is they have no system at all. So they put up an ad and then it just starts to tick away money from them. And then they just pause it and they just get angry. <laughs> right. You, you have to, you have to be very systematic. It's just like anything else. The amount of work that you put into it is the amount of work that you're, or is the amount of return that you're going to get out of it. Um, and so if you just were like, ah, let me throw up an ad real quick, or you're just boosting a post with no real intent, you're, you're not going to see the, the return like, um, you know, some of the clients that we work with get. And so, so the, the way that that kind of works is when, when you're positioning your brand via Facebook ads and when you're, when you're using Facebook uh, ads to drive traffic to either a landing page or, or whatever it may be, you need to think about how the copy that you're writing relates is how, how relatable it is to the person that you're trying to, um, you know, get into book with you. And uh, so a lot of the time, like I said, the 20% off wedding photography package, just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And the reason that it doesn't work is because we're oversaturated with those kind of deals. So you, but at the end of the day, you can't target anybody unless you know who you're targeting. Exactly. It's really important to understand the client, your client avatar. And when I say this, it's not like, oh, my client avatar is Susie and she is, you know, 27 years old and she is just graduated from law school. You need to go deep into what Susie likes, like Game of Thrones. I hope that Susie likes. So <laughs> you can, yeah. you know, start, you know, uh, targeting about this. I read... Um, kind of like a case study of this photographer in London that she is a fan of whatever fan of like this, this musician that she loves and adores. And this band is not really mainstream. It's like really kind of like underground situation. And, but she loves it. And she finds out that the majority of her clients are fans of this band. Oh, so when funny. she run this ad, she pretty much used the lyrics of some of their songs and she target people that had connected to that band. And mm -hmm. of course her, you know, her, her, what's the, the right word? Her, like her leads were really, really qualified because there were people that have a lot of things in common with her. Not only they were engaged and they were in a age range that she was looking for, but they have something else that was really important for them as a couple, which was being a fan of this band. So really important to know very detailed who your client is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, so like one of our main case studies that we that we use all the time is we worked with Andy and Abigail from Abigail Ginger Ale Photography. And when we met with them, they were, they had a, a very successful wedding brand and they were starting a boudoir brand off of that. And they messed around with some Facebook ads and whatnot, and they didn't really see much return. But what what she was trying to do is position what she thought was what women would like. Right. And she hadn't gone through the experience herself and she wasn't giving these people a piece of her why that was bigger than the pictures themselves. And that's what I think most photographers don't do is they just think that their pictures is what sells and the pictures only draw people in to the door, right? Then when they meet with you, they're going to buy you. And so if you're a hardcore Democrat and they're a hardcore Republican, you probably won't book them. Because you guys aren't going to have that open-ended, super, you know, uh, relaxed type of conversation. Uh, you're always going to be, like, guarded and kind of walking on eggshells because you don't want to say something wrong or, you know, mess up the, the dynamic. And then you just have a face on that you put on if you end up booking them and you shoot their entire wedding or whatever. You're, 
the whole experience is you just going, ah, I don't know. All right. Hopefully they like this because they're not like you, you know? And so I always tell people, although, you know, finding out where they live, work and play is important. Uh, finding out how much money they make is important. But when you're targeting people, they always, most photographers go, okay, so I need people that make a lot of money so they can afford me. They can pay me lots of money and I need them to live in this location. Cause this is where I'm at. And I need them to like these things because those are expensive things. And it's like, okay, that you just created a person that doesn't exist. Like <laughs> a person doesn't relate to you because really that's right. not really what you're interested in. Yeah. And so that, that ad is going to do terrible. And even if you position your entire brand without ads to just, you know, uh, cater to everybody, you're never going to be as successful with what you're trying to do as if you were to actually hone in on a select group of people. Correct. What is the saying? The riches are in the niches or no, I always yeah, right. try to say that and I always say it wrong. So by now people should know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, it is really important to find the worldviews of somebody. I think that's the, the key word. What really moved that person or what really moves you as a brand and then go for the people that have, you know, those similarities with you. I think that's quite important. Now talking about a little bit in, you know, relevance and creating successful ads, there is a little tool in the power editor that is the relevance of an ad so how could we get a good high score on you know our relevance oh man that's a loaded question ah! um, <laughs> just give me just give me like 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 a you know like a good thing maybe i know it's kind of dip maybe to answer that but like a little you know good so there's there's really no set way it's it comes from trial and error and testing so i have had ads where i made uh, a, a great video and I made a great landing page. I, I think I had it all, you know, scheduled out. Everything was going to be great. I was excited about it and I posted it and it gets like a relevant score of like two. And I'm like, mm. no one comments on it. No one likes it. It's just costing me money. I'm donating to a uh, Mark Zuckerberg shirt fund. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So uh, it, it's one of those things where you have to just, you have to go, and sit down and figure out who the actual real person is that is your avatar, not some made up fake person that just makes a lot of money so they can afford to pay you. Because if you position your brand in a way that gives value up front, then you won't have any issue getting people to pay you. But when you just are sitting behind your computer, hoping people are going to reach out, uh, that's, you, you're not, taking control of your marketing. You're not taking control of your business and your brand, and you're just allowing anything to walk in the door uh, and and just trying to convert that. You're just as trying to please to every, anybody, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay, so just kind of like to finalize this round of like questions. How, if I'm going to run an ad, what should be the amount, like how long should I run an ad for? And I know this varies, you know, in, you know, whatever you're doing, but I have noticed also that after I run an ad for about two weeks, like, the impressions start to lower down because, you know, of course I have maxed out my, my audience, but what is a good amount of time to like run an ad for? Um, so Facebook's algorithm takes about 48 to 72 hours to really catch up. And so say you launched an ad uh, right now and then you checked it at 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, if it got approved right away, it may not have, you know, many impressions by this point because Facebook's still trying to figure out who this needs to be served to. And so what I, what I recommend is like, let it go. I think it needs a minimum of 500 impressions before it yes. even gives you a relevant score. Um, so I would let it go for about 
two days uh, total, like 48 total hours, see what the relevant score is and then make your adjustments from there. Anything that's uh, seven or under, I typically will kill. But recently I've been noticing that I'll have a ad that will be like a relevant score two and it's still converting for me in, in a major way, sometimes even more than my higher relevant score. So I'm thinking that like Facebook's messing around with this whole relevant score thing again. Um, and it's kind of annoying because I was very firm on the fact that like, if I got a good relevant score, I was probably going to have a high converting ad and that's not so much proving itself to be a hundred percent true. It still is. Like if you have a relevant score of 10 versus a one, you're probably going to have a much better conversion rate. But I, I've also had ads where they didn't really get commented on much, but people were finishing and watching the entire video that was like two minutes long. So if you get somebody to watch a hundred percent of the, of one of your videos, then that, that means they were clearly interested in it. Um, and then you can see if they watched it more than one time, if it was served to them again, if they watched it twice for a hundred percent of the time, then they were looking for a call to action. For you know? Definitely they're interested. We have a yeah. question here by Claudia and she asked, do you use Instagram ads? Because now, you know, Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same person. So do you use Instagram ads in your, in your, you know, in your photography business or just stick to Facebook? Yeah. So I, I have messed around with Facebook ads a little bit. Um, so most of what I do is on, is on Facebook and there's a reason for it. I'll get to it in a second, but the, the reason why I haven't dived or divin divin dove dived dived. I don't know. We all <laughs> too, got much, it. <laughs> too much talking uh, recently for me. Um, but man, now I just lost my train of thought. What was your question? We're talking about Instagram. If you haven't done oh, right, right. Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have done them, but what happens is like you can't use a lot of the same uh, stuff that you use on Facebook as you would on Instagram. So say I made a video for Instagram uh, or I made a video for my ad for Facebook. Typically, the video will be too long for Instagram and not in the right format to show up in a nice square. It'll be like a longer version or an up and down version. And, and then the copy is very limited on what you can put on an Instagram ad. So like never run a Facebook ad and say, yes, also post it on Instagram because it will never convert. It's just another way that Facebook's going to be like, look at all these awesome results you're getting from Facebook. Meanwhile, they're like stealing all of your money from Instagram. <laughs> true, true. Um, so it's as you can, I mean, for all of you that are listening or watching us, Facebook ads is a huge, huge topic. We didn't even scratch like 1% of what it is, but for all of you, and lucky all of you, Easton has a fantastic class. So what about you tell us what's included in your class and what's all, you know, what's all the goodies that is in this fantastic class? Yeah, sure. So uh, from our case study with Abby and Andy, when we launched their campaign, we were able to get them in five days, 285 leads uh, in, in five days. They And they were running like a, a free giveaway for one person, right? People... That Saturday, they booked 21 boudoir sessions because people were emailing them and saying, I don't even care about the competition. I just got to get in uh, with you guys because of how wow. we positioned their brand and, and gave them value up front, right? So we used that as a main case study, and we turned uh, this in our entire system into uh, a course that walks you through everything you need to know from, you know, if you have no knowledge of Facebook ads whatsoever or marketing, we help you identify your ideal client. We help you figure out what separates you. Then we help you um, figure out what what type of ads should you be using. 
Um, how should you remarket to these people? How can you build a landing page? How can you, um, yeah, I think right now there's a bonus that you get 101 uh, blog post ideas. That's from um, my awesome friend, Carrie over at uh, Photography Awesome Sauce. So um, there's a bunch that's already loaded into it, but it's, I think we have on the site over 50 different lessons from everything from our ultimate Facebook ads marketing reboot course, which right now, you can grab it for uh, $30 a month or $300 a year. And you'll also get live Q and A's that are weekly that you can submit your questions for. You get a free 911 call with me to um, that will do one-on-one. Um, so I can help you get set up and started. And then um, there's like a whole community in on the uh, website with other people that are going through the courses and everything. So we've really, we don't want people to just buy another course because we know how that works out. So we've, put in different uh, strategies so that we can kind of lead and guide you through everything. Um, I love that you, in this class, you start from the basic, which is how to, you know, recognize your ideal client and how to do all that, because those are key aspects to run a successful ad. So it is really fantastic that you start at zero. So if somebody that wants to join has absolutely no idea where to start. You are going to guide them all the way from the beginning. And then again, as you said, you have this fantastic community, a 911 call. Like, I don't know what else could you give them. This is like <laughs> complete guiding them kind of like hand by the hand to succeed, which I think is really fabulous because as you said, sometimes we buy classes and there is no support and then we get overwhelmed, especially, let's be honest, Facebook ads could be a little bit overwhelming mm -hmm. and then people don't commit to that. So you are here to really help people succeed on this, you know, marketing strategy, which is great. And then again, as you said it, there is 2 billion people, I was just reading that today, using Facebook as we speak right now. 2 billion people. Don't tell me that your audience is not hanging out on Facebook because impossible that within 2 billion people, your clients are not there. So right. whatever kind of photography you do, there is people on Facebook and you should, you know, start to get to them because again, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I like to, when I do my marketing strategies, I like to do, you know, a good website and, you know, word of mouth and, you know, networking events, but Facebook ad is really going to help you reach out out of your comfort zone and, you know, get some more people be aware of who you are and the kind of business that you do. I think that's crazy not to take advantage of that nowadays. Yeah, and it's it's not everyone thinks it's expensive too. Like for us to be able to get Andy two hundred eighty five uh, leads, Andy and Abby, it only cost them one hundred six dollars and fifty one cents. That's like, crazy. That's less than you you charge or than you spend to go out for the night, you know, with your friends. That is crazy. I paid over two thousand dollars once to join a website. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to name any names, but the return of investment wasn't as great as I thought. So imagine if we had spent, you know, 10% of those $2,000 just in Facebook ad. Because again, we can go and target people so detailed and you're not going to get that anywhere else to mm -hmm. be able to target people by, you know, location, age, engagement, what kind of things they like. That is something that nowhere else you're going to be able to find. So this is quite massive. So again, you are being super grateful. Grateful. Is that a word? Gracious is the word that yeah. I was looking for. You're being super gracious because you close actually the enrollment for this class, yeah. but you open it today for, you know, people that are listening to the Talk Republic and you're going to have it open for two, uh, 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So if 
anybody out there is interested, again, this is only for the people that are watching us live. If you are listening to this on the podcast and, you know, a couple of weeks, weeks have passed by, my recommendation is that you go to the link that I'm going to post on the notes and it's only for the podcast listeners so you can get on the list and get informed when the class opens again. For all of you that are watching us today, Wednesday, August 26th, am I correct? I don't even know what day is today. August 24. <laughs> if you're watching us today live on August 24, the 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 this website is gonna be open for you for 24 hours. So you can go check it out. I completely endorse the art of six figures. I think it's amazing. Tons of information there and good content that is gonna really help you with your business. I'm gonna put um, a link here, but for right now, if you're live and you're watching, this is uh, the link. Hold on a second. So you can go visit the link and then, you know, take a look at it, read some reviews. There is tons of tons of information in there. And if you have any questions, just comment below and, you know, I'll be there to help you. But super recommended. Again, Facebook ads is massive. And I totally appreciate what you're doing, which is guiding people, guiding photographers to have a successful campaign with this Facebook ads. Yeah. All right. Also, the uh, on the site, it's not just a Facebook ads course. There's um, tons of courses. We're reshaping the way that photography education is done within the industry. So we have a ton of other educators that are top-notch educators that are already making six figures. So we've pre-qualified them. So all the other educators with all the other courses on our site, you're going to be learning from people that are actually making six figures and are and have successful businesses. So we have everything from like reception lighting 101 uh, to like how to price your and prop, you know, or pricing for profit, which is coming up from Brian Caparici from Sprouting Photographers. We've got Rachel Brank on there that's going to be doing an awesome course on how to like fix all the bad things you're probably doing <laughs> uh, legally. Um, oh, that's we, important. That legal yeah. stuff is huge. Yeah. So we're we're just trying to basically take it so that you can come to one spot and you can get the best education in the entire uh, industry because we've already done the pre qualification for you. That's amazing. So not only are you getting Facebook ads, you're getting some other classes and a huge community that, you know, where you're going to find people to support you and to help you out and most importantly, to help you succeed. So you can also make six figures with your business. That is great. I'm excited. Alrighty, guys, for all of you watching us live, thank you so much for being here. Again, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to have all kinds of notes. So go back to the notes so you can, you know, sign up to be informed when the art of six figures uh, school opens up again. Am I saying it correct? It's a school, yeah. an academy, a class. I mean, when when the class opens again, so you can register. So, Easton, thank you so much for sharing with us. I know it is a massive topic, and for that, I'm super grateful that you were a part of it. Uh, and again, if you have any questions, guys, you can always just comment on the link below, and within the 24 hours, I'll be you know tracking the comments and making sure that I give you the right information. So, guys, thank you so much for watching again, Easton. Again. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you in the box. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for the Tog Republic group on Facebook. Until next week.